your weekly fix of Asian music. This is Asian Pop Nation. Hello, hello, everyone. You are tuning into Asian Pop Nation. If you're just listening to our show right now, we were just playing a trio of songs which were selected by our APN team member JP in celebration of his birthday coming very soon. If you want to hear the stories behind these song picks, plus so much more content like our interview coming soon as well, wink, wink, you can tune in to our Asian Pop Nation podcast available anywhere and everywhere you stream your podcast. Let's first go through the songs we played earlier, starting with the song titled Cattle Mutilation, Strange UFO by My Dead Girlfriend. We also played Cruel Angel's Thesis by Yoko Takahashi, coming from the Neon Genesis Evangelion anime. And lastly, for JP's pick, we had the song titled Sail Away, with music done by Kenji Kawai from the 2008 film The Skycrawlers. Now, this is kind of a big moment for one of our other APN team members, Lee and myself, as we both got introduced to this artist way back during the lockdown era with her videos online where she was playing these really beautiful instrumentals, plus her song Afterglow going viral as well. And now in 2022, it just feels like a full circle moment since we have the absolute honor to interview Korean-Canadian Toronto-based artist Una Lee. She recently released her debut album Duality, plus has been going on tours throughout the past couple of months. So without delaying any further, put your hands together for the one and only Luna Lee. Our dear listeners, you are listening to Leisha here, as well as Lee, of course, right here, right now on Asian Pop Nation. We're kind of super honored and also kind of freaking out internally to be interviewing this very special artist that both Lee and myself love. Coming all the way from Canada, we have the incredibly talented artist herself, Luna Lee, aka Luna. Oh my god! <laughs> Hi. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh my god, no, it is our honor to have you here. Thank you so much for coming to Asian Pop Nation. This is kind of a bit of a shock moment for the two of us, <laughs> but oh my god, for our listeners tuning in right now, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, I am Luna Lee. I'm from Canada, as you mentioned, Toronto, and I am a songwriter, artist, producer, multi-instrumentalist, um, and I make music. Nice. Um, so you've recently, in March, dropped your long-awaited debut album called Duality, and we just wanted to know about your thought process behind creating this album and sort of what it means to you personally. So Duality was a big undertaking for me. It took me four years to create, which was a very long time. And um, I kind of set out to just make like this cool underground indie record that was just going to come out, you know, maybe like sell some records in Toronto. And then the pandemic hit and we had to push back the release and things started kind of taking off a little bit for me online and it just grew and grew. And then I decided to kind of keep evolving the album until it got to a point that I was really happy with. Um, And then we finally ended up releasing it last month or two months ago in March. Um, And I called it duality because it refers to my identity as being Korean Canadian and it also refers to my musical background, um, having to kind of blend my classical background with uh, like rock and pop and R&B sounds that I was exploring. 
It's been so incredible. A very mind-blowing moment was being able to go into a record store in Toronto and see it on the shelf. It's in stores in North America, which is a new experience for me. And even just getting to hold it in my hand was really, really cool. Um, But yeah, there's been so much support for it. It was super, super exciting. It's always been one of my goals to be able to release a full-length album and kind of being at a point now where shows are possible and being able to tour it and have people sing the lyrics back to me in the audience is just so incredible. As Lisha said before, we both really love the Duality album. Um, So my favourite song is Alone But Not Lonely. And Lisha, what about you? My favorite is Magic. It's a little bit further down on the list. But we were also curious about your opinion as the artist herself. So in a hypothetical situation where you could only pick one song from this EP as your top favorite, which one would it be and why? Oh my God. That's such a hard question, especially yeah. because I'm a Libra and I'm so indecisive. I can literally oh never choose. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God, Libra queens. Um... <laughs> I I would say like definitely Afterglow has a soft spot in my heart just because it was one of the first songs that I released and I always feel happy with it when I go back and listen to it. There's like nothing that I would change about it. So that's definitely one of my favorites. But another favorite is What You're Thinking because that was the last song that I added to the album before we released it. So it feels the freshest and I was kind of the most hands-on in the production of that one, which was really cool too. So that's my answer. I couldn't choose just one. <laughs> Of course, we wanted to talk about your duality tour that's happened across America and Canada last month. Also, you're still kind of doing shows at this very moment, too. So kind of yes. like how how are you feeling after like this whole experience, especially with like the tour and again, performing? Like we said earlier, having the chance to perform like now in like 2022. How's it all feeling for you? It's been so great. Um the first shows that we played coming out of the pandemic was a six-week tour with Japanese Breakfast last fall, oh which was so incredible. I'm a huge fan of Japanese Breakfast, and yes. getting that call was just like so – I can believe it. It was just a dream. Um, and so kind of being able to ha- have that be our come out of the pandemic was really, really cool. Um, and then kind of continuing on and just playing more shows. We got to play some shows with Biba Doobie. We got to play our own headline shows and, like, all of these shows are happening with other Asian women that I really respect and look up to, um, which was really, really special. And like seeing the audience come and like seeing lots of young Asian people in the audience is like just makes my heart really happy. And I just like feel so reflected in the audience. Um, and that's really special. So that's been really cool. And then, yeah, playing my very first headline shows ever and like going to these cities where people are coming to see me is really crazy because like, you know some of them are cities i've never even been to before and it just blows my mind that there's people around the world listening to my music and who are willing to buy a ticket and come see our show it's very cool oh that's so sweet um so since our radio show is based in melbourne australia i was wondering how you would describe the current toronto indie music scene and where you think it's heading for the moment for pop artists like yourself So the Toronto music scene is pretty incredible. There's a lot going on all the time. There's always shows every night. There's lots of different venues. Um, We definitely took a hit because of the pandemic. I'm sure like most music scenes around the world, a lot of DIY venues had to close. Bands kind of started taking breaks because they couldn't get together. Um, So that was definitely tough. but we, you know, still connected online and I'm, you know, still supporting my community and connecting with my community online. 
um, over the pandemic. And yeah, we're sort of just coming out of it now, which is crazy. Um, and I'm just really, really hoping that DIY venues will be able to come back and flourish in this new era and, um, and continue growing and yeah, just growing the scene. There's so many different pockets of the Toronto music scene too. Like there's definitely the rock scene that I came up in was like very, um, like I didn't really see myself represented as like an Asian woman in that scene. But I think that like it's definitely growing and I'm seeing a lot more of diverse artists and bands coming up. There's obviously the Toronto hip hop scene, which is huge. Um, and I'm hoping that the different genres can sort of start to blend a little bit more and mix together because I think right now they're, they're a little bit separate and I think it would be cool to see that come together. I've been through like your interviews and stuff before and you've openly talked before about having that shift in your career path from previously studying like violin at university and diverting away from the classical music pathway. So kind of like from your experience, what advice can you give to other aspiring like young people of color musicians? Yeah, I think like what really makes a difference and what made a difference for me was finding community and finding mm -hmm. others who look like me and do what I do and getting to connect with them and create stuff with them. That was really, really important. Um, especially when I was starting out, like I definitely made a point to support other women in the Toronto music scene and go to each other's shows and collaborate and find like women and women of color to collaborate with for videos and photo and like all those other aspects. There's so many creative things that you can do as an artist. Um, there's really no limits. And so I always like wanted to make a point of collaborating with other women of color. Um, so I think that's, it's really, really cool what like a community can do together and like getting involved with 88 Rising too was really huge for me. And um, that was like a big step for me and like feeling lots of pride about my Korean heritage and getting more connected with it. And I started learning the language a little bit. And so, yeah, I think just connecting with others, like whether it be online, if you know, there's maybe not too many people around you who are doing what you do um, or in person. Just wanted to ask, because your real name is Hannah Kim, how did you come up with the name Luna Lee? So I was, um, I had this other band before I started Luna Lee, and I was using a lot of nature and moon imagery. Um, I always feel, felt really connected to nature, probably because of my mom. She loves spending time outdoors and always like had such a big appreciation for nature. And growing up around that, kind of, I, I picked that up as well. Um, and I feel like the moon is such a, like, beautiful and powerful thing that also has kind of a feminine energy to me um and so i guess the name luna kind of came from that and then luna lee just felt like a cool sort of character alter ego that i could step into for performing and shows and it was important to me to have like a separate name from my personal name because it felt like more curated more exciting and also just a little healthier in terms of like having some distance and um, a bit of space between my like public persona and my personal self. Yeah, wow. Okay, also interesting kind of hearing like the whole like mini like origin story moment if I yeah. say that. That sounded very like superhero-esque. <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, our superhero here. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, I guess what are some future plans you might have along the way? What's next for Luna Lee, if you will? <laughs> So I'm getting a lot of touring done this year. Um, I have my first ever like big Canada tour with Charlotte Day Wilson in June, which is exciting. Um, I have some, I'm planning some fall dates as well. So I think I'll be in and out of the city a lot, which is fun. I love to travel. And I am writing lots of new music this year too, starting to work on the next thing. I'm keeping it very open and um, I'm just excited to see where it takes me. 
Oh my god, it's super exciting. And not, yeah. to, not to sound like two fans here, but we're just like, please come here one day. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would love to. That's a dream of mine for sure. Where can our listeners find you? So feel free to share your social media, website, and streaming details. Cool, yeah. Um, I'm all over social media. My Instagram handle is lunally, 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 three times. <laughs> um, I have a merch store, lunally.ca. Um, and yeah, just everywhere on the internet. My album is out everywhere. You can order it on vinyl, which is so exciting. My first vinyl ever. Um, or just stream it. Um, and it's out on CD and tape too. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. I saw the blue, like the little blue vinyl. Oh, yeah, so me too. Cool. I really it's, want one. I know. Me too. I'm obsessed, <laughs> I'm obsessed with the blue vinyl. It's mm-hmm. so pretty. Yeah. Um, I had like a stack of like the normal ones. Um, like the, just the black vinyl and I just moved and then I put the blue vinyl ones the blue vinyl one that I had I just got one of those ones in the stack and now I'm like I don't know which one it is so I'm gonna have to like go and dig and figure out which one oh um, but I am in the throes of moving right now so it's a little bit chaotic in oh my, my apartment good luck rooting for you thank you <laughs> but yeah again thank you so much for joining us here at Asian Pop Nation and again not just me and Leah rooting for you in your moving house days, but we are also <laughs> incredibly rooting for you as an artist. And we think you're going to go to like, you're going to be big, I swear. <laughs> Thank you so much.